Hey everybody, welcome back. We're back with Blairheads. One of the things I wanted to talk about today is some of our stories. You know, we look for inspiration, we look for knowledge and learning from either stories we have in our past at a different time, stories we hear in pop culture, or stories we hear from other entrepreneurs that are relevant for what we do here at Business Flare, relevant in helping our clients, helping customer service. And so I always try, we always try and share these stories when we have our team meetings. Sometimes it might be one of my stories from the military, following instructions. I like the attention to detail story from Van Halen and their tour rider that required a separation of M&Ms in their dressing room which most people thought was just a prima donna act, but actually had a very important attention to detail purpose. And then sometimes I find things just as I'm scrolling through social media. One of the things that I found a few months ago is I found a reel and it was this gentleman talking about customer service and going the extra mile. And that's something that I try and focus on here for our clients. What can we do? What's that one thing extra we can do without getting into big scope creep and going well beyond what we're being, you know, supposed to do under our contracts, but we do need to provide that level of service. And in this reel that I saw, this gentleman was talking about running the best restaurant in the world. They had been selected as the best restaurant in the world. And he tells a story about a hot dog. And I found it fascinating. It's just a great story. And I was curious who it was. A couple of weeks later, I was watching another reel and someone in an audience asked an entrepreneur what the five most important books an entrepreneur should, should read. One of them was Positioning, which is another one I'm, re I'm reading again right now. But one he mentioned was this book, Unreasonable Hospitality. And it's about customer service. And as I started reading it, I realized that this was the guy that I'd seen that reel of explaining the hot dog story. Will Gadara, and he ran 11 Madison Park, which went from two stars to four New York Times stars, three Michelin stars, and got voted the best restaurant in the world. But he tells the hot dog story, and it's just, it's just a brilliant, a brilliant story. It, it just conveys everything you need to know about customer service. And so I'm not going to play the whole thing for you. I will put the link in the chat and in the post on this and on the screen so you can go. But it's it's a short watch. It's about four minutes, but it's worth it. We are consistently on the list of the 50 best restaurants in the world. The story of the hot dog is just fantastic. I've listened to his book on audio tape and I've read his book on Kindle. This one actually arrived this morning from Amazon because I have to have one that I just can go start making notes and circling stuff. And you'll probably hear me relate several stories in here to what we do. It's important. It's a, it's one of the best books I've read. Maybe the best book I've read in the last 15 years as it relates to being an entrepreneur and running a business. And, and if anybody that deals with customers, this book should be absolutely required reading. So that said, another of the stories that comes to mind is one about 
being an entrepreneur. And it's the story about burning the boats. As so some of you have probably heard this story. The phrase burning the boats goes back to 1591 when Cortez landed in the New World. You realize that he needed to motivate his troops. So what he did is he burned the boats and they had no way to get back to Spain. And so this had two effects. It terrified the Aztecs. They watched this crazy man perform this action. And it motivated his troops because now they had two choices. They're either going to have to do everything they can do to live or they're going to die. And I think one of the first people that popularized this concept was Tony Robbins. He said, you know, if you want to take the island, you're going to have to burn your boats. I said, what does this mean? How is this relevant for entrepreneurs? You know, this is different than burning bridges. This is not breaking relationships. It's not destroying relationships. It's not even the, the piece of, you know, doing that where you're trying to get away from bad influences and people you need to separate from. No, you want to maintain your good relationships. But what you're doing is you're going to free yourself from the past. You're going to decide to move forward in the uncertainty and on your terms and have the courage not to look back. Look, this is what immigrant entrepreneurs do. Those first generation, second generation immigrants that come to this country, they have left the past behind. They are in an absolutely uncertain environment and they've got to do it themselves. You know, that's why, you know, being here in Miami, I see so many examples of this, of the people who were forced to leave their homeland in Cuba and come here. You know, people who were doctors and lawyers and professionals who come here and have to start over. They have to become self-made, you know, and so that courage not to look back and move forward into that uncertainty. That's where you get your motivation. You're going to get momentum and you're going to get your leverage. And more importantly than getting your own leverage, you're going to remove the leverage that others or past situations had over you. You know, it's very similar to the FU money concept where you have enough money that now you get to do exactly what you want to focus on. But this is more on the attitude side and driving to that moment, you know, because you are the one with the leverage. Now you're the one with the power. So what you've done is you've removed your most comfortable option. So funny because this morning when I looked in at Inc. Magazine online, there's an interview, you know, seven secrets to success from the founder of Shabana Yogurt. Uh, it's where it's where you know he highlighted how this uh, same sort of company, if you think like an immigrant is one of his lessons. But the other one he says is embrace discomfort. You know, entrepreneurs aren't comfortable. You know, you're not accepting how things are. And that's the reason you're starting something new. That's the reason you're trying to innovate, you know, and being uncomfortable gives you an edge and gives you a different perspective to come from. And so when you remove that most comfortable option, now you've got to go all in. You know, this tool works in other places that leaving the past behind being uncomfortable, you know, if it's losing weight and eating healthy and getting in shape or stopping drinking, you know, these lessons apply there just as just as easily as to bring an, being an entrepreneur. But it is such a good lesson and example for entrepreneurs, because if you're not going all in, you're just not going to do it. You're likely not going to make it. And so you know that this can apply but really for entrepreneurs especially that's what's going to motivate you. It's where you're going to get the drive to do what you have to do to be able to do what you want and to break that leverage that the past had over you. So when we think about that leverage, the past has, you know, it's, it's another way to escape and get out from under things like imposter syndrome and the feeling of being an inadequate and not at the level of your peers or your competitors. 
So, you know, it would have been super comfortable for me 11 years ago to stick it out and do my time, my last 11 years as economic development director in Miami Beach, collect my pension, which would have started at the maxed out pension level last month, and then just point to all the nice, pretty buildings that I can say and claim were built during my tenure. That's not what I wanted to do. It wasn't a good fit anymore. It wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't for me. I wanted to keep doing this type of work, helping communities. But I want to help communities that need it, the communities that I wanted to help. Now it's going to be on my terms, not the terms of a bureaucracy and a elected body that I'm out of sync with. So I wanted to do this in cities that were ready to do the same thing that we're talking about entrepreneurs doing, cities that were ready to burn their boats and ready to go all in to move forward and have that break from the past. They have to have that will to move forward. I tell my client cities, you can do anything you want if you can find the will to do it. I remember my first client when I left the city of Miami Beach and started consulting, collaborating really, not consulting, collaborating with, with these other cities, was I asked that mayor for his vision. He said his vision was no longer to listen to those same five people who had leverage over the city's inability to move forward. There we are, a break from the past. He wanted to burn those boats. And we did. We all worked together. They found the will and we all succeeded in incredible transformation and growth and success for that city's economy. So those are the cities we're looking for. You know, the cities that have the will to do what they need to do, you know, to move forward, improve their communities. These are the great. These are the cities that are a great fit for us, our awesome collaborative enterprise and us to take the lessons that we did learn in such a great economic development revitalization story of the 20th century and apply those lessons and tactics with communities that are ready to take that step forward and burn their boats, ready to go all in on their future and success. These are the cities we're looking for. These are the cities that should be looking to us and looking for us. If you know of any, please send them our way or tell them about us. Until next time, be footer, be square. Peace out.